0: Hey guys, uh, when I get off stage, I'm at my most excited. I'm super hyped, the energy, it's transferred. One of the things I need to be thinking about more is how do I do more interviews post uh, keynotes because one of the great things about the talk I just gave in Jakarta was I did three or four meaningful interviews after. This is a mashup of three or four of the best answers. It's clearer to me than ever that self-awareness, Self esteem, patience, these are foundational truths to happiness. It's not that I want to be disrespectful to parents or things of that nature, it's just that, you know, ultimately at the end of the day, one day you're going to realize your life is yours and there's a lot of people important to you that surround it, but ultimately it's yours. And I just think it's actually practical to be selfish and on the offense in your youth. Most people in their youth think it's time to grow up, but they're 18, 22, 25, 29 years old. And so I think the social pressures normally from parents or other friends starting to make money or have success hurts people, yet I think that rushing into relationships, jobs, you know, is just not a smart strategy. So I'm talking about it and I'm hoping that people are listening because I do think that it's very hard to Tune out your parents. I have empathy for that. However, it doesn't make it wrong. Just cause it's hard, you know, to me, to be very frank, the harder something is, the more likely it's fantastic. So, I uh, I really meant what I said on stage, which I haven't articulated that way often, which is I'd rather people struggle with their parents in their 20s and 30s so that they can have a great relationship with them in their 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s and 90s versus always having a problem with your parents and once you start living your life based on what your parents' expectations are or anybody else's, you've begun the process of not being happy. That is just the truth. Who's happy doing something that they don't wanna be doing? Nobody. You may be content, you may deal with it, but you're not happy. My, you know, what my mom. When when I say my mom, because my dad worked all the time, so it was my mom that was really raising us. What she did, and she raised three children. I was the oldest, so I got to watch. It wasn't that she gave me the mindset to be an entrepreneur. She didn't. My mom's not an entrepreneur, for example. Mm. It's that she watched what I liked and encouraged it. I think where parents make a huge mistake is parents attack. You're gonna be this. You're gonna be a doctor. You're gonna be a lawyer. Instead of setting back in the beginning and watching and saying, ooh, you should be a painter. you love to paint. Most parents attack, my mom and I'm like this in business too, we're like, we're boxers who let the, it's like good martial arts. You let the other person's force, got it? So the way, what she did was she she fostered it okay. by not forcing me to be something I wasn't and giving me opportunities to be who I was. I'll give you a good example. My mom would punish me when I got bad grades. Okay. She would punish me. I would, I would get punished. But if there was a big baseball card show, even if I was punished, she'd let me go. Okay. No TV, no playing with friends, but a big baseball card show, she'd let me go because she knew that's where I was... Building my future. It is uh, more satisfying that you can sell something. Yes, even, the game. You know, the game. game yeah. You know, ding dong. Hello? Would you like us to shovel your driveway? No, I'm okay. You sure? Okay, you know, that. Not the five bucks. How old at the time you were Six, seven, eight. Very young. Very young. Very young. I don't know what Beyonce thought when she started singing well or what you know Wayne Gretzky thought when he was skating well or Pele when he was kicking the ball well. Mm-hmm. I genuinely believe entrepreneurship is a talent. Mm-hmm. I do and it is why I want people to, I think anybody can try to be an entrepreneur just like anybody can try to be a hockey player or a basketball player or an actress. Mm-hmm. But I think right now in society there's an expectation that You just become an entrepreneur, which is great. But that's like saying being a singer. I'm a singer, but do I make money being singing? Mm -hmm. Am I enjoying it? Is it my livelihood? And so, I didn't think much. I just knew it came natural, and it was fun. For me, it was fun to work. You just enjoy to. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed work. It was not even selling. It was working. Like I enjoyed snow would fall. You know, we had snow in New Jersey. Mm And school would close and everybody would wanna go make snowman or sledding mm-hmm. and I'm trying to convince my friend let's ring doorbells and shovel snow for money. Okay. It, it's, it was my passion. I, I love the process of putting in work. I know that's not for everybody. I know that's not what, you know, we don't read books of little kids who love to work. Mm-hmm. But I did and so for me it came natural and it was fun and it was a place where I saw success. Okay. I didn't see success in the school. Mm-hmm. But you know, at a baseball card show, okay. I had 35-year-old, 40-year-old men saying, wow, you're special, look how much money you're, you know? Okay. So it was a place where I was getting positive reinforcement. I am shocked how much I don't care about money, and now I'm starting to realize I never did. And a lot of, you know, I'm looking at Raisa, mainly because she works for me for a long time, so David, like, a lot of the reasons why I run an interesting company is I don't run it based on money. Now you need money. For example, in our own company, VaynerMedia. As a matter of fact, just looking at them, I you know we brought in a good CFO. We've gotten more financially vigorous in the last two three years, and that's great. That's allowed us to. That's healthy. That's important. Mm-hmm. You can't go out of business. But but uh, you know you know what money was even back then. Mm-hmm. It's a way to keep score for myself. Not to you know I don't I don't use my money to make myself mm-hmm. look good in front of other people. I I. It's something that's part of the game. Um, I don't mind money. It's not like I hate it. But it's not the driver for me. Winning, like, comes in a lot of different ways. Let me tell you something. There's nothing that money has ever done for me that felt better than all those people at the stage when I stood five minutes longer and took those photos. Mm -hmm. I can't spend enough money to make myself feel like that. Admiration is much more fun than money. You know, one, my whole life I've been able to make money. So, you know, and I understand that that's a rare talent. I do. Like, most people aren't super gifted in making money. So I don't fear finances the way many do. Um, At the same token, I don't put it on a, for that reason probably, I don't love it either. So, when I think about five or 10 years from now, it feels similar to now, which is, I want to keep making money so I can keep reinvesting it and, and, and keep giving myself opportunities to play. Um, I'm not, you know, I save money for a rainy day, but you don't need that much. Yeah. Well, let, let me rephrase, it's percentage by, I don't need that much by percentage of what I make because I'm not looking to live too big of a lifestyle. So, I put some away, but for the most part, I use money to give myself opportunities to play business. It's like a game. And you know, I always speak to the audience I'm speaking to. So once I saw that the audience was extremely young and unbelievably deep on Instagram, it gave me the context to know that a lot of people on Instagram are living a life to portray a certain lifestyle, which means that people are spending money they don't have. Um, Now I think taking on debt to build a business or you know, upgrade your home where you can afford the mortgage, all great. But I think a lot of people are spending money on dumb shit you know, <laughs> and, um, and are buying cars and clothes and vacations that they can't afford to impress other people and that was the point I was trying to make. Well, they say it's for the content. Yes, but I think that's an excuse a lot of times. Yeah. They're say, you know, I, when I, people say, but Gary, it's for the content. I hear, but Gary, it's for my insecurity. Okay. You know, I, you know, if it's for the content and you can show me that you're building a travel blog and you're making that money back, well that's an investment. If it's costing you $17,000 to go to Bali, but you know, in the next 3 months or 3 even 3 years you're going to get paid to subsidize that, that's fine. The reality is I don't see that often. People want money to buy things. It's their biggest problem. Then you have to worry about monetization. If you think about things long term and you don't spend a lot, I mean, I, I lived in a $2,000 a month, which is a lot of money, but not a lot of money in New Jersey and New York. Like I lived in a very humble apartment when I was building Wine Library. I didn't need the money. I, you know, I didn't need the money. I lived humbly. I didn't spend more than I had. I don't want a boat. I don't want a fancy car. I don't want jewelry or art. But, but I don't judge other people. If, they, if you can afford it, do whatever the hell you want. Give it all away to charity, buy a five million dollar painting. If you can afford, especially if you made it, if you made the money and you can afford it, you're my favorite person. Because then you can do whatever the hell you want with your money. I think, and by the way, if you inherit it, you inherited it. You know, so you were in a fortune situation. Obviously I don't look at that the same way because I admire people who make it. But no, I do not. I'm unbelievably unimpressed with somebody who flaunts their money with things, I don't judge it, but it doesn't get me excited at, I mean, at all. I've never looked at anything (laughs) and been impressed by it for its cost. I don't even know what things cost. I don't, you know, like, you know, when I go to like, if I'm in, you know, I think a lot about when I'm in Cannes for the marketing festival, or if I'm in Beverly Hills for an event, or, I remember I was somewhere, it was like very fancy cars I don't know what is what's a $500,000 car. What's a $5 car? Like it just Jewelry forget about it. I have no idea art no clue It's just not on my radar. No, I don't I don't I don't think about that at all At all at all So you encourage everybody to be productive all the time No, I encourage everybody to reverse engineer their hard wiring you know, I think a lot of people should work nine to five and make fifty-three thousand a year and live a great life. I think the problem is a lot of those people want to make a million dollars and then feel stress instead of accepting what makes them happy. Yeah, I, th- I, think that I think people need to be productive in their way. And if that, you know, there's somebody who's listening to this right now who can't wait to do nonprofit work all the time, and if they. Want to work until they're 50 and 55, 60, 65, and then do nonprofit work for 30 years, that's what makes them happy. But I started liking to work, and I'm going to finish that way too. If they love what they're doing, the adversity is just part of the process. I'll be very honest with you. I said it recently in London I like it. I like negative. I like it. I like adversity. Mainly because I don't fear it and it's part of the equation and more importantly, there's nothing that happens in business that is even remotely close to the health of my family. Right? So I have perspective. Money is not something I'm willing to cry over. No level of professional success is worth, you know, damaging personal relationships that you cherish. Now, my argument Oftentimes is what makes you happy might be worth having a more difficult relationship with your spouse or your parents Um, And that's just real life people don't like to say that out loud But that's true. But first of all, you have to understand what relationships matter to you and like what matters to you Um, And I think balance comes in a lot of different ways, you know, some people want to balance on every day so they take 30 minutes or four hours or whatever they decide off. Other people like to balance within a week, within a month, within a year, you know? And so, I think that you have to communicate. Yep. Um, and you have, you, I think you owe it to the people you love the most to at least explain what your thinking is and if they're willing to pick it up, what you're putting down, then that's great, and if they're not, then that's great too. So I think some people keep it inside, so I think you communicate it, but I think that, um, that, I think that you have to be empathetic, that a lot of times people are not gonna understand. Everything that I have been uh, given accolades for, I was originally criticized for. The biggest key is, my friends, is one, not worrying about other people's opinions, because if you worry about other people's opinions, you're gonna quit. Number two, the biggest mistake millennials not only in Indonesia but in the world make is they're just not patient. You know, it takes 10 years, 15 years to build something meaningful for 99% of people. Everybody, you know, because you live in a world where you have instant gratification, people got confused and think for the same way that they can watch any show they want or pull up anything they want on the phone or Google search something that they can build a million dollar business that fast too. So patience and and really focusing on your internal skills and then most of all, just understanding that the level of hard work that it takes to actually build something meaningful is enormous. It's just hard. It's hard. It's hard and it's gonna take a very long time. Do you still wanna do it? I think that Self-awareness and patience really matter. I think not caring about other people's opinions really matters. I think if you think about those three things, it gives you a chance to be happy. You know, but I think everybody's impatient because they want to prove it to other people, their parents, their friends. I, I just think we're living lives for other people. We have to stop. So live your life for you, that's my advice. Live your life for you, for you and nobody else. podcast if you got any value out of that please leave a, uh, a review for the podcast and make sure you subscribe to the podcast crazy how many of you are listening to the podcast and not subscribed